Hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of the Money Chisme podcast, where we like to chismear on anything that has to do with personal finance, like budgeting and making money, growing your money through like side hustles and investing, and how you can protect that money and basically just money talks. I am your host, Violeta. I am a first-generation Mexican immigrant, and I'm on my own journey to building wealth and gaining financial freedom. And today I have a chisme for y'all and it has to do with divorce and finding out that they have more money than they thought. And this brings me to the topic of making sure that you are active in your finances of your household. So in many, you know, relationships, um, usually typically one person ends up being the financial, you know, the money manager, right? And the other person just heavily relies on the other to, you know, handle all the money and all the finances. And the other person just is like, you know, washes their hands of it and lets the other one do their thing. However, this can be a problem sometimes because you never know what may happen. So like, what if something happens and then now all of a sudden you have to manage your finances? So is that you? Like who manages the finances in your relationship? Um, in mine, it was me for quite some time until I was like, all right, dude, like I, you got to help me out in making all these money decisions and making sure that you learn what to do because I may not be here all the time and I don't want to make all the decisions. Like I want you to be active. And so he, the past few years, he's been learning and, and, you know, helping me out in managing our finances. And it's really has helped us become a stronger couple. And we're slowly turning into a power couple because now both of us are making uh, decisions and learning about finances. But if you aren't doing that, like, let me tell you about this story that I saw on TikTok. And hopefully I can figure out how to link the original TikTok in the information section of um, this episode. Uh, but if not, you can just uh, look her up. She is a lawyer on TikTok and her name is Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N underscore the lawyer. And you can find her story about her client. And basically... She has a client who is going through a divorce and um, she was basically a stay-at-home mom for the entirety of their relationship. And now they're an older couple and I guess they just drifted apart. You know, um, they raised their kids. The kids are grown, so they don't have to worry about like splitting you know, child custody and all that stuff. So they only have to split their assets, what they own and what they acquired throughout the relationship. However, this, the wife, she was a stay at home mom and was very reliant on the husband to manage their small, um, 
think it was a cleaner business. And so he did the finances for that. And he did the finances for the their household. And it worked for them. And that's okay to have somebody, you know, basically be in charge if that works for your relationship. But the problem was that she just didn't involve herself in any of the finances in anything. She just was like, whatever you do it. I don't care. I just want to just be here and I'll raise the kids or whatever. And the problem with that is that now that they're going through this divorce is she doesn't know what they have. And so this lawyer is like, hey, I need you to write down all your assets and what you own, what you've acquired throughout this relationship, because we need to figure out how to split it. Right. But her client can't do it because she was never involved in in their finances so she's struggling trying to figure out what their bank accounts are you know the deed to their house and you know they owned a house prior to their current one and she, you know she was trying to figure out what happened to that because they had to figure out you know they sold the house or what and so she's trying to figure out everything that they own and to make sure that it's, you know, brought into court and they could split it up evenly. Now, fortunately for the wife, uh, her lawyer hired a, uh, I think she hired an investigator or something and um, basically, you know, went through and it comes to find out that... <laughs> that the house that she thought that they sold to buy their current home, they actually still own that home. And she had no clue. She thought they sold that house. And they, with that money, they were able to purchase their the home that they're in. So she didn't even know she owned the house still, you know, like, that is ridiculous. Like you're that, you know, detached from your finances that you don't even know that, you didn't sell the house <laughs> before. And so if you're to that point, I, I, I highly encourage you that you need to get involved in your finances and these finance decisions because look what happened. They never sold the house and they had this house this whole time. And she just relied on the husband to do everything. So he did everything. She thought they were good. And so they were living in their current house and you know whatever that's cool whatever but then she finds out that not only did they still own their previous home it, that home had mineral rights and it had oil and gas or whatever and the husband was actually renting out those mineral rights to an oil and gas company so for years this oil and gas company has been paying rent to be able to, you know, like source that gas, that oil. And the husband was using those funds to make investments. And I mean, nothing wrong with that, right? That's extra income and, you know, good, good on him to, uh, instead of, you know, spending that money or whatever, he used it to make investments, which paid off. And, you know, the wife, okay, didn't even know about it. So he's making all these big decisions and, and everything, and she had no clue about it. And so that's when it becomes a problem when you're so detached from 
your household finances that things big major decisions are being made and you have no clue because what if you know he had done something else with that money and lost that that money and then the house got lost like i mean it could have had a really big financial impact but luckily he made some really good decisions on how he used that money so it worked out because it turns out that they were not middle class that she was actually a multi-millionaire so like how crazy is that that you are going through a divorce and usually in a divorce you're like damn it like i freaking now had to split up half of my assets and so you typically lose money when you're going through a divorce but not her she finds out that she's a multi-millionaire now yay i mean can you imagine like you all of a sudden find out that you're a multi-millionaire and that's freaking awesome right but guess what she doesn't understand finances she's doesn't she didn't make any decisions throughout the relationship on any of their finances so she has i'm sure barely probably i'm sure she knows how to like to pay bills and stuff but she doesn't know how to manage money and that could be a real issue because now she's going to get millions of dollars i don't know how in the multi-millions she is but i'm sure she's gonna get a large sum of money right or she's gonna own those assets and you know if she doesn't understand how to manage money and manage her finances and doesn't know about invest investments and stocks and stuff like that how is she going to make proper decisions with this money that she has now and make sure that she continues to grow that money and that she protects that money because that's what happens to a lot of people like the majority of people that end up you know owning or not owning but like uh buying these lottery tickets and then you see these people who win and you're like god dang that's awesome they they won you know large sums of money and the next thing you know like a year later or so you come to find out that they just like blew through all that money and now they they have nothing like they're they're probably even in more debt because they were not used to making these big financial decisions and had minimal knowledge on finances and that's what happens when somebody gets a large sum of money they don't know what to do with it because they didn't take the time to learn you know financial literacy and it happens a lot in relationships as well and it can be really you know dangerous because you don't know what may happen and when you rely on just that other person to do everything for you you are crippled when something happens like a divorce or you know knock on wood they pass away or whatever and now you have to manage your own money and you're not going to have such an easy time and can really cost you and set you back financially or shoot you might end up like in a really serious financial issue so if this is you 
then like I get it, but you need to make sure you take that initiative and start learning about your household finances because you don't know what may happen and it's even I mean it's just better for you to understand financial literacy so you can be active in your relationship finances and help your partner make these decisions and you'll you'll feel better about any finances because you are working together to manage the money because let me tell you it definitely is a lot of mental workload to keep track of all the finances and it's a lot of stress and pressure to be the one to figure things out and make sure the finances are you know good and that the decisions you're making are not going to mess up uh, your household and put y'all in financial ruin. So it's it's definitely stressful um, to be the one because I know from experience in in my relationship, I was the one that managed the finances uh, for like at the beginning of the relationship. And like my husband, well, you know, boyfriend at the time would just be like, okay, what do I do? What, what's, what do I do with this money? Here's money. He, he was just like, here's money. Here's my contribution. Do what you will with, the, with the money. And, you know, and it might sound like, okay, you know, that's awesome. But, you know, at that time I'm still learning as well. And I am, you know, more ahead of, you know, financial literacy compared to him. He's way better now because, you know, we took the time to to teach him and him to learn and, you know, like and um, are now learning together on like building businesses. So he's building his own business and I'm building, you know, this business, the Money Cheeseman and and then I have another little side business that I'm trying to grow and we are learning together. And let me tell you how like much better that is knowing that he's researching, I'm researching and you know, it's even fun to talk about it. Like, oh, what'd you learn? I learned this. Like, hey, do you know this? We could do this with our business. And it's the same way with the finances. Like it's, you know, you need to be involved and it's, I get it. It's overwhelming at the beginning and, you know, it, you know, it's, it sounds intimidating, but you gotta just, just jump right in and just start with simple stuff like, you know, the bank accounts, the bills, and, you know, learn about your mortgage, what goes into it. Like, you know, how much taxes do you pay? And, you know, uh, how much is your mortgage? How much do you have left to pay off on the house or whatever it may be? And just start like little by little because financial literacy is something that does take time. Uh, but luckily now with the Internet, we have so much resources out there and there's books and, you know, um, <clears throat> matter of fact, I'll tell you a book right now that I have, and it's called the clever girl finance. And that is actually a really good book because it has, uh, a really, you know, not too much detail to where it overwhelms you, but it has 
good information on several topics on like debt and like your credit score and credit cards and stuff like that. So that's a good book to get started. And, you know, you could just get it off Amazon or whatever. But, you know, I, I found this one and I'm really enjoying it. Um, so definitely going to add it to my list of of finance books that I recommend you read. And that's one way you can get started in learning finances. Now, if you are on the other side to where you were like me that did everything and did all the finances, like you really need to take the time and have that conversation with your partner and let them know like, hey, I need you to be more active in the finances and help me out because it's a lot of work let me tell you like it's stressful to like constantly be looking through our budgets and you know making sure that our bills are getting paid and you know that we're saving up for this or that you know um but now that i've taken the time to you know get him involved like he feels better about himself he you know he feels now he is contributing more into the relationship and it helps me out because now we are getting on the same page and we're making our financial goals and talking about stuff. And if you're not having these types of conversations in your relationship, you really need to, you know, take the time to have them. And, you know, you should at least be talking about it, you know, once a month on, you know, your budget at least and making sure that you're staying, you know, on trend to reach your financial goals, whether that be saving up for, you know, some big trip or some big purchase, or maybe you just want to pay off debt. Like right now, me and my husband, our number one goal is to pay off this debt that we acquired from medical expenses that, you know, from trying to grow a family. And so now we have to pay off that debt. And so that's our number one goal. And, um, we also have a goal to buy another duplex next year. And so we have those two big major goals. And it's so much better when we're both working together and making sure that we're staying on track and on trend to reach those financial goals. So if you are the one, and it could be that you just like to do it. I really enjoy money and finance. So it's really easy for me to just take over and you know just do it because it's like uh you know especially you know we all know that that even at work we do it like it's just easier for us to do it than to take the time to teach somebody else and train somebody else because like it takes less time if i just do it right but it really does a disservice to your relationship and to your significant other if you don't take the time or they don't take the time because you know they are an adult they can take the initiative and start learning it themselves, right? But it is easier when somebody else is helping you along because I wish I had somebody to really guide me. And, you know, yeah, here and there I have some people, you know, guide me through some stuff, but it was a pain in the ass to learn financial literacy. And I did it, you know, I, I fell on my ass so many freaking times trying to learn finances and I am glad that I am able to show my husband and my sister and other people um, 
about financial literacy and which is another reason I started this podcast and the blog and everything because it's very important to have this knowledge and so if you're doing either or in your relationship you're doing a disservice to yourself if you're the one that is just like wiping your hands clean of the finances or and you're doing a disservice to your partner and to yourself really too because you're are taking that mental workload you are taking in all that pressure of making financial decisions and it's it's tough you know so definitely make sure and have this conversation in your relationship on finances because um too often you know, we just rely on one person and, you know, and it can mess you up because you never know what may happen. Like this person who ended up getting a divorce, finds out she's a multimillionaire and now she has to scramble to try to figure out how to manage all that wealth and to make sure that she doesn't throw that down the drain because, I mean, that would be annoying, right? You, you know, her spouse worked so hard to acquire it and make sure they made the proper decisions and took the proper steps to grow it. And then for somebody else to, you know, get half and then throw it down the drain, that would suck. And then, I mean, that would suck in a regular relationship. If something happened to me, it would really suck that everything that we work towards, all these properties that I'm, you know, acquiring and and this wealth that I'm building and these businesses, um, it would really suck if something happened to me and then because my husband didn't understand finances and didn't take the the time to be involved in our businesses and our in our rental properties and all that stuff that now that I'm gone he just throws it down the drain because uh he was he mismanaged it because he didn't know what to do and I did everything so now it's like, what do I do? And then made poor decisions or just threw it down the drain or just sells the houses because he's like, you know what? I don't want to deal with it. So I'm just going to sell all the properties. I'm going to get rid of the businesses and then just keep the money and then live off of it. Like, you know, that would really mess up what we are building and trying to build generational wealth because now our children will be screwed because they don't, they're, you know, he threw it down the drain. And that's another thing because even just today, uh, one of my coworkers was talking about how like his wife's family or whatever, um, they're discussing like when their dad, you know, leaves, like, you know, you know, passes away the business, they're already fighting over it on who will manage the business, like who's going to own the business. And one of their brothers actually took the initiative to, you know, be part of the business and learn the finances and learn that business while the other siblings just like didn't care for it, didn't take the time. And so now that they're going to be left with that business, they're going to fight over it. And at this point, they're all kind like two of them are kind of like, well, let's just sell the business and keep the money. And it kind of like defeats the purpose of building a business because you're trying to build wealth and try and and, you know, leave a legacy. And because the other two siblings didn't care to learn about the business or whatever, 
now they rather just sell it and just keep whatever money's left and then you have the other sibling that took the time to learn it's going to be sol probably and all that hard work that that person put into that business is going to go down the drain because the other people didn't take the time to become involved in their finances and that's the same mentality like if you're not becoming active and you know in your finances that could really you know defeat the purpose of all the steps that you are taking to uh for your financial goals for your financial future so hopefully this story when i heard it it was like it blew my mind i was like oh my god that is pretty crazy and that she ended up being a multimillionaire like at first i was like holy shit like that's freaking awesome like you know going through a divorce and finding out you're a multimillionaire but then my next thought was like wait but she never was involved with the finances so that money is probably going to go down the drain because she's going to mismanage it or whatever and hopefully um she takes the initiative to get a financial advisor or somebody that helps her on you know like manage all that money and and you know it works out but that's what i wanted this lesson to be with this episode and to make sure that you are becoming involved in your finances and learn financial literacy like there's resources out there and um lots of free resources books and everything so take that initiative and you know start getting involved so that's it for this episode what do you think like if you were a if you won the lottery or you ended up finding out that you have money or just acquire a large sum of money even if you inherit some money like or do you feel confident that you will be able to manage that money? Like, let me know and let me know what you think of this story. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave me a review and don't forget to share so others may find the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest or have any topics or questions you'd like to hear discussed, you can reach out to me at any of my social media or email me at moneycheesemeblog at gmail.com. Hasta la próxima. Bye.